The History of the World podcast, written and presented by Chris Hasler. This is the History of the World podcast, unscripted. Hello everyone, welcome to the History of the World podcast, Unscripted. It's the first episode of the year 2023. Um, I was hoping it would be a full episode, uh, but the next full episode is coming this weekend. So not long to wait. We're going to be looking at the Battle of Rio Salado, uh, also known as the Battle of the River Salado. Um, and the Battle of Tarifa. Uh, this really uh, brings us towards the conclusion of the Reconquista, which if you remember before Christmas, um, the two episodes that we last published were about the early years of the Reconquista, um, particularly focusing on the night called El Cid and um, also the Battle of Las Navas de Tolosa which was really um, right in the thick of the Reconquista. It was really um, the, you know, it's somewhat of a turning point between uh, Muslim domination of uh, the Iberian Peninsula and Christian domination. So it was really at that sort of mid middle point, if you like, of the, uh, the, uh, the, the whole story of the Reconquista, the centuries-long story. And... Um, We'll look to somewhat tie that up this weekend. And we're already um, planning the following weekend's episode uh, on the Magna Carta, which is going to be a a very, very interesting episode in itself. Um, This mysterious document that is so so well cited. And, um, you know, for the fact of the matter is that this original document was annulled very soon after it was uh, after it was commissioned, and so so why on earth is it so important today? So we we'll be dis- we'll be looking into that and discovering that before we then go on to the Scottish Wars of Independence. Those wonderful stories about William Wallace and Robert the Bruce um, will follow after that. So this weekend we'll be resuming the full episode. So that's good news for for everyone. I hope you had uh, a wonderful. Uh, Christmas and New Year. Uh, hope the hope you enjoyed your celebrations, and uh, it's now good to be back. And um, I'm just going to catch up with some uh, reviews and uh, some emails. So uh, I'm just going to go back and uh, go over those people who've been kind enough to write in over the course of the last uh, couple of weeks. Um, Jeremy McLaughlin wrote in and said, hello, Chris, your program is just terrific. You have taken a subject that would put most people to sleep and made the content through your organisation and presentation absolutely compelling. Like a signature, your accent gives credence and personality curiously appropriate to the subject matter. 
I have a question that would perhaps engender an entirely an entire new program. Why are there five definable colours to the current Homo Sapien Collective? I'm on chapter 12 and always look forward to the next programme. Don't change a thing from a hominid that lives a few miles from your Okotoks rock. Uh, thank you, Jeremy. I must confess, I'm not absolutely clear uh, what you're referring to as the five definable colours. I suspect that I I know that maybe you're, maybe you're talking about the political categorization of race perhaps but um yeah I, I, if you if you could just define exactly what you mean by the five definable colors um i might be able to um give you my opinion or, or at least answer the question but thank you so much for writing in jeremy it's very kind of you kartik balaji has sent a message um through the patreon page and um if you want to be a patron of the uh, history of the world podcast you can by going to the patreon page you can access it through the history of the world podcast.com website and kartik has written thank you for continuing to create this amazing podcast i truly enjoy listening to it my interest in history began with two things. One, my mum having said that civilization started with Rome and Indus Valley, to which my eight-year-old mind exclaimed, impossible. And two, the computer game Age of Empires 2, again when I was eight. The latter game fueled in me an interest in history, which has yet to fully be quenched 22 years later. The game is still being actively played in gaming communities and new updates are released regularly. My query to you is what is your thoughts about games like uh, Age of Empires and Rise of Nations with relation to fostering interest in world history? Um. Well, disappointingly, I, I know very little about the game Age of Empires. I, I I don't really have a lot of patience when it comes to video games. Um, not like I used to years ago, but certainly I don't now. Um, I have tried Rise of Nations. I've tried playing Rise of Nations. It is quite interesting. Um, I'm not really sure um, to what lengths um, a... You know, a video game like that can is very linear, or, or you know, it's quite um, uh, you know, you're missing all those intricate stories. I think you know, you can't really beat a good book or a documentary or 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 even a great lecturer. And and if that lecture is a a very um, you know, very imagination inspiring raconteur, um, that can really. Um, excite your mind in terms of the the stories of the past and I think maybe maybe uh, that's probably a little bit more enlightening or invigorating than a, a video game but I might be wrong I'd be very interested if you do play such video games uh, please do write in and, and tell me what your thoughts are on uh, video games of the, of the hist history genre let's say so um and then maybe you are much like kartik and and maybe believe that the video games do play a very important part in the uh in the promotion of the learning of history but thank you for the message kartik 
Uh, Nicholas has written in, and uh, I, I don't have his surname, unfortunately, but he's put, Hi, painting my house and have got your podcast on in the background. Well done on it. I can only imagine the impressive amounts of research and work that would have gone into creating it. Interesting and fascinating listening indeed. Just wanted to pay my respect and gratitude and give you a big thumbs up. All the best, Nicholas. Um, we also received a message from Alexis Daly, who put, I just finished episode nine of volume one of your podcast. I'm enjoying it so very much and am excited to continue listening, learning and being entertained. Thank you. And uh, Chad Seaver has written in and saying, Happy New Year from Tennessee. Chris, Happy New Year. I just wanted to drop you a note to let you know that I'm thoroughly enjoying your podcast. Thank you for your time and effort in producing it. I'm on episode 12 and I found the initial episodes to be very well organised and surprisingly easy to follow for such a complex topic. It has also been helpful for me to visit the website, so I appreciate any additional information you can provide there. I never encountered such a comprehensive collection on the history of the world, especially that includes prehistoric information and in a format that I can listen to while I'm doing other things. I know this must take a lot of time and effort, and I just wanted to write and let you know this has a positive impact, and I really appreciate you. All the best, Chad Seaver. Well, thank you, Chad. Very, very kind indeed. Uh, yes, it does take a lot of work and, and sometimes um, being able to produce it um, to the same, uh, you know, I, I, I've got myself, I've got a full time job. Um, I, um, I, I, I don't get round to sort of publishing the maps as often. I think for some reason, I think I mentioned this in maybe the last unscripted episode or, or one of the more recent ones. Um, how I'm finding it difficult to actually write an episode a week now and it might be just the the nature of the subject matter it leaves less to supposition and more there's more factual information so I have to be very very careful about how I write it and, and the fact that I'm triangulating more information I think so I think the challenge of writing an episode a week now that we're in the medieval period uh, is uh, is more of a challenge than maybe it was on older episodes. So I think possibly uh, that is a factor. But I will continue to try my best to get back into a, a weekly routine. But I think um, 52 weeks, 52 full episodes might be wishful thinking uh, based on... Um, you know my experience of doing this podcast from uh, from now five years ago. Um, Chris from Canberra uh, sent a review in saying Chris Hasler's History of the World podcast takes us on a fascinating journey from the evolution of humans through the great ages and moments of history. If you are looking for a history podcast that will enthrall and entertain, come on the journey with Chris. Well, thank you very much, Chris. Um, um, my namesake there thank you Chris uh, anyway um, just a brief episode really I just wanted to sort of poke my head through the door and, and wish you a happy new year and just let you know that I haven't forgotten about you wonderful people and uh, give you the good news that a new episode will be coming this weekend so thank you very much for tuning in listening and uh, in just a just a couple of uh, just a few days actually 
Uh, we'll be back again with the fascinating story. It's going to be an epic, this one. It's a fascinating story of the uh, battle of uh, the battle of Rio Salado uh, at the, uh, the more of the business end of the Reconquista when things are coming to a conclusion. So looking forward to telling you that story. Uh, and until then, be good. The History of the World Podcast, written and presented by Chris Hasler. Please consider making a financial contribution by going to the historyoftheworldpodcast.com website and clicking on the Patreon link. Email the show at historyoftheworldpodcast at mail.com. And don't forget to join our social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Tumblr. See you next time.